Greetings, fellow adventurers, and welcome to the Couple of Nerds podcast. I'm D&D Wife, the creator of dndwifestories.com, and your co-host. Joining me is the man behind the screen, my brilliant dungeon master, and also my husband, Egile. Say hi, Egile. Hey, everyone. Excited to be here sharing our nerdy adventures with all of you. Absolutely. So what's Couple of Nerds all about? Well, we're diving into the realms of Extraeus, sharing our experiences, playing D&D in our apartment, and exploring the intricate tapestry of relationships both in and out of the game. And we got some exciting segments for you all. From lore deep dives to crafting tips, artwork showcases, and relationship advice on and off the table, we've got a little bit of everything for every kind of adventurer. So whether you're a seasoned adventurer or a tabletop newbie, we invite you to join us today. Tune in, relax, and enjoy the magic of Couple of Nerds. May your roles be natural 20s and your adventures be legendary. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Couple of Nerds, the podcast where we talk about everything nerdy with uh, your host, D&D Wife, and my co-host here, DM, or Dungeon Master, Eguile. How's it going, everybody? <laughs> he also happens to be my husband, for those of you <laughs> just joining us for the first time. Uh, so yeah, uh, this is episode 12. This segment is going to be just us, where we talk about all the nerdy stuff that we love, our lives that are entwined with that nerdy stuff. Uh, we just want to talk to you you about it you know ourselves as people yeah we figured <laughs> i mean as much as we love tabletop games video gaming we have a little more to us yeah, and, we have depth <laughs> and we also really want to have experiences that are all over the place mm-hmm. and so this is a lot of ways that we can share kind of our more unique hobbies and interested interests yeah. that maybe other people out there might also share with us as well mm-hmm. i think that would be super fun to connect with people over uh, so yeah, but we're we're gonna be talking about how, uh, you know, the real world and specifically how work affects our our D and D life. You know, we all wish we could play twenty four seven, but that's just not possible sometimes. Yeah, you know, so it's one of those, you know, it's always been kind of the foundation of kind of any life, any marriage, any mm-hmm. relationship. It comes down to you know you got to have the means to have fun. Yeah. <laughs> and, and unfortunately, you know, we live in a world where, yeah, you got to work, you got to mm-hmm. have full time jobs, you got to do those things. But then it's also that struggle of like, well, how do you have the time to do the things you want to do? Yeah, to have the fun you want to have. And it's and it's not just the time. It's also the money too. miniatures cost money. Uh, even craft materials cost money. Oh, yeah. And then there's – well, there's also the other side of it where we've had career paths and jobs where, yeah, the money was good, but we mm-hmm. worked so much that it didn't really matter because we didn't have time to spend anything. Yeah. You know, when, when you're working 12 hours every day, six days a week, that <laughs> the only thing you want to do on your time off is sleep or just sit there. Yeah, so it was, and we kind of even were. It's like, yeah. well, what are we really – I mean, yes, we're paying this off, but at the end, end of the day, we're not – really having any kind of fun we're not even able to do any kind of extracurricular yeah i mean we had no life it was just work 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 and it for i think we almost lost our minds for a moment there (laughs) oh yeah and and really why we kind of decided to bring up this topic Mm -hmm. especially on the just us segment is because it really hit us recently and the last ending part of this year Mm -hmm. where i lost my job yeah that was a certainly a tough thing to go through yeah and and as i've shared i i am a professional cook Mm -hmm. i've been doing it for quite some time i've catered i've worked in both large corporate kitchens to small mom pops Mm -hmm. but i'm not a chef 
No. Uh, I didn't go to culinary. I learned the hard way through experience, yep. and through time, and through effort, and mm-hmm. all that. And you know, it's it's always kind of a stickler thing sometimes. And so, the company I was working for decided they wanted this kind of individual to take over. Yeah, you know, I had been working there for almost two years, and and I had felt like I really stepped up to the plate and really handled it. Um, but it really did mm-hmm. kind of come out of left field. And, yeah. I mean, when you're when the people are already going, well, you know, you can just go ahead and quit and say <laughs> F us and, and whatever. But it's like, well, that's not really the emotion I'm feeling. I'm feeling more betrayed than angry. Yeah, I think it's interesting that they try not only try, but do demote you first and then try to use that as an excuse to say, oh, well, you can quit, you know, if that makes you upset. Right. And it's and it's like <laughs> one of those things where it's like you do balance the OK well how important is this career and how important is it allowing me also to be a dm Mm -hmm. and 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 it gets to a point where it's like yeah this ain't this ain't worth it yeah and then when they finally kind of give you that final push you you get kind of pushed back out into that cold unknown you know life campaign that you didn't really want to go into Mm -hmm. and it does take its toll quite pretty hard yeah it's certainly tough on both ends right you're you're over here worrying about when when you're gonna get uh, employment and how that's gonna affect everything how long that's gonna take and uh, myself i'm just as worried right like it's it's yeah. it's stressful for both and, people. and like and like the issue is like this weird dichotomy that especially like unemployment creates mm-hmm. in this sense that like oh i have all this free time it was yeah. like oh man like i remember talking to you be like well we could have like sessions all the time now like right but then it was like <laughs> wait but i also need to make sure that i'm providing in my household mm-hmm. and taking care of my spouse and and so it's like well you know, as much fun as it is to have this free time, it actually started to become this double-edged sword of, I I don't want to do DMD because that's taking away from my home. And yeah. our rule is life comes first. Mm-hmm. But it's like, but I have this time and I'm so used to, hey, free time means do some DM work. Yeah, because we're so used to not having free time. So when we do it, you know, we do t- tend to, to absorb ourselves into our projects. Uh, but that can only run for so long. I know. And, and, and it, you know, and, and the one thing that, you know, we stress a lot and, and the biggest mm-hmm. thing, especially with just a couple of nerds in general, is that, uh, you know, having a partner or someone there who can support you, especially in these kind of struggling times, yes. is very important. Super because important. I was starting to struggle a bit with this kind of that whole, you know, you're putting out applications, you're trying to get interviews, mm-hmm. and you just start getting that wave of no's. Yeah. And that downward spiral is very hard to come out of, especially if you're by yourself. It's so disheartening to to put yourself out there every day, send out, uh, what, 10 applications, I think, at some point yeah. you were putting out and every day and only to get rejection after rejection because nobody's nobody's hiring. You know, and it's tough, too, because you don't really get rejection as to why. It's just, hey, not right now. Yeah. And that's and or that's, you get ghosted. <laughs> yeah. You know, and that starts to eat away at you physically, mm-hmm. emotionally, mentally mentally spiritually Mm -hmm. and so it you know it really came down to just knowing at least I had a support system of you helping me overcome that 
and it allowed me to slowly start to get back on track, regain my strength, mm-hmm. essentially start losing points of exhaustion that I was being hit by. Yeah. Um, and I luckily was able to find another job, mm-hmm. a, a much better job, nice, uh, huh? union work, which mm-hmm. is nice and, and all that. And it has a lot more protections to prevent anything from happening of just suddenly getting kicked out. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it, it is providing its own unique set of challenges mm-hmm. um, as it's very fast paced, very time consuming. Uh, I think I'm now on what almost my fifth week of six days in a row. Yeah, so it's been yeah. really tough to also do that and D at the same right, time. Like <laughs> the the exciting news is as we're airing this uh, here this finally coming weekend, mm-hmm. we're going to finally be able to have a session which we haven't had in quite some time. So yeah. I know most of the my players are kind of you know chomping at the bit Oof. to be able to play. They're clamoring right now. Yeah, and that's kind of that tough thing too when you're when you're starting a new career, you're looking for one, is you kind of have this idea on the back of your head of like okay if i get this job what does that mean for me as a dm as well yeah right how how's the schedule gonna affect scheduling because really as the dm the scheduling is sort of based on your availability most of all and that's what's tough too because it really does it's Mm -hmm. like i am the linchpin like as much as everyone's like hey we're ready we're ready it's like but if I'm not, it really doesn't matter. Yeah. And, and I feel terrible that it is like I am kind of the end all be all for a session. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like, you know, your your players hopefully understand. And I know mine do. Yeah. And so it's just that like, you know, it really is, as we always said, life comes first. So mm-hmm. I have to get this down and start kind of adapting. And hopefully, you know, it won't be as strenuous as six days every week, every week, every week. Yeah. Which will make it perfect. But every time there's a new job, it's a new opportunity to kind of reset yourself, reset your plan, reset your table, kind Mm -hmm. of get it, get kind of an opportunity to kind of reevaluate how everything is. Yeah, it kind of gives you a fresh start to be like, okay, take a deep breath. Let's start over and let's maybe do it different this time. Yeah. And I mean, you, you know, unfortunately, we're not ourselves to you know not used to having situations like this happen i know you and i have had a personal one where we were working together oh it it was great uh for a a really long time we were first working together doing catering and that was amazing it was great Uh, never had an issue there (laughs) so much fun never um (laughs) but then we we got into like this uh weird deal with the caterer and a restaurant that was opening and they they wanted the people from the catering company to work at the restaurant to keep like the the quality of food. Oh yeah, they wanted they wanted essentially like the catering <laughs> mm-hmm. us as the catering team working kind of almost like a portable catering station within their restaurant. Yeah, because it was bar. a we made a very specific type of pizza. It was an artisan style pizza, and so it required a you know a touch of finesse to it. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, it was that whole thing where it was our dream because mm-hmm. the only thing that we didn't really like about as much as it was fun, catering was a lot of traveling. It was. I mean. In our own personal vehicle, too. It, miles. our state. All over the place. Oh, everywhere. Uh, you know, we happen to live in a state where you're close to everything. So it means you do get to go different places, but you're also putting so much stress on your car, your vehicle, anything. Yeah. And just the travel time. You're waking mm-hmm. up at three in the morning because you need four hours to get to the location. Yep. And, you know, it's nice. You get to see a lot of new places, but also like a third of your of your essentially your paycheck that you're going to get that day goes into gas. Oh, yeah. And, and then, you know, it was fun while it lasted. Mm-hmm. And so this idea of being able to 
have a location in our town where we could go it was like a dream come true oh it was amazing we could work in town we didn't have to go to crazy places at crazy hours uh you know and so we loved it for for at least the first few weeks oh yeah and i i remember i was working like splits and i but it was so much fun i didn't care because we got to work together so when mm-hmm. it became this big plan, and I remember walking in and the owner being like, hey, everybody's good, trained, ready yeah. to go. And I'm like, yeah, we're all trained. Your staff's ready to go. Mm-hmm. And he's like, thank you. We no longer need your services. Yeah. And essentially fired us. Yep. They said, you don't have to come in anymore uh, because we were like contract workers. So it w- we weren't exactly employees. Yeah. Uh, we, we were able to set our own hours, but we did you know, go by their hours for a very long time. Oh, yeah. And, um, and so it, it was just tough. <laughs> but, you know, and, and and as we've moved forward and as we've had these things happen, we've kind of also gotten the different ideas of that for every gate or door that's closed, there mm-hmm. is a new opportunity because it really, honestly, this pivotal moment of us losing a job to where we had to, one, go find separate jobs. Yep. But because we did that, we discovered probably what is our greatest, like, joy mm-hmm. that we've discovered in our young adult lives. Yeah, I think Dungeons & Dragons really changed the way that we approach the world, too. Because I approach the world from a D&D perspective now. Like, hmm, yeah. that's going to affect my constitution if I eat that and it's gross. Yeah, right. <laughs> and, and the way we always, you know, and it's like it kind of started changing the way we look at how our past was built. And instead of looking at it like these traumatic moments of, mm-hmm. you know, you lost your job or another new job or this is not enough. And, yeah. and, and you know. It, it gets to a point where you go, oh wait, you know, this was just my character development. Mm-hmm. This is this is my character's backstory, and, yep. and and as as kooky or as nerdy as it might sound, <laughs> it really did help us overcome a lot of those trials and issues that mm-hmm. came forth with just trying to find a job that we would like. Yeah, we we've jumped around to quite a few. <laughs> Quite a few jobs at this point. I mean, we've worked retail, uh, food. You still work food. Yeah. Uh, I've worked in nonprofits. I worked for like the the state courts for a while. <laughs> like right. I, everywhere. I, I mean, I've taught like in mm-hmm. schools. I've coached professional winning speech and debate teams. Yeah. I've done repo. Ditto. <laughs> I yeah. Mean, I, I, I yeah. It, it's I've done so much because it's like I just never could find something that I was like, huh. This is really what I want to do for the rest of my life. I'm just struggling with that. And I feel like there's a lot of people out there like me that just Mm -hmm. uh, nothing feels right. Yeah. You know, I like to write. I like to paint. uh, But I the market for those things is so saturated. It's really difficult to make a name for yourself. But I don't know. D&D kind of pulls all of those elements together. And I really like that. Yeah, I think that's that's also what really helped us when, you know, moving around and doing different things is that the the pivotal connection of being D&D gives mm-hmm. us that strength because we know we play and we know we have fun. And so because we have that confidence in that this is such a fun thing for us, that gets projected out. And that's what we kind of noticed was, man, when we're playing this game. We don't see it as a game. We see it as having fun. Yeah. But we didn't know how to make that something real because like mm-hmm. I always had and you and I talked all the time about this where I was like I'm very scared to make D&D a job. Yeah, because we didn't want to end up hating it or having to do it so much that it just became 
the other thing we had right. to do. Like the ick, as they say nowadays, yeah. right? Like this idea of like, man, I love it. But if I go, okay, well, now this is my job. And, mm-hmm. and, and this was in the early parts of D&D. And it was like, man, if I do that, will I just now hate what I love? Yeah, well, you start hating D&D just because you're always DMing. Yeah, and we found that, you know, obviously trying to become a professional dm is is a very difficult task it's tough especially for our niche of that we love the in-person experience mm-hmm. yeah there's a lot of access to online and that could be an avenue we explored it once yeah but we just miss that personal touch I that just, personal connection nothing beats sitting around a table like being able to look your friends in the face as you, as you both like take down an enemy it's beautiful oh and, yeah uh, no offense to the online players at all. It, it's its own experience. I just, I can't connect that way. No. And, and so that, yeah, right. Like it's the same kind of idea in that, like with our career changes, it's we're just trying to find something that works. Mm-hmm. And, and not only, you know, and then it becomes this shift, right? Where this idea of, okay, well, I don't really like this job. But this job does give me access to being able to play tabletop on a regular basis. Yeah. So then you kind of go, okay, well, I'll put up with this job because mm-hmm. at least I get to go play D&D every other weekend because I happen to have a set day off or schedule mm-hmm. and it works. That's what I have right now. Right. But then you're in that pigeon where you're just like, well, should I find a better job? But that might ruin D&D. Mm-hmm. So maybe I shouldn't. And so you always get kind of this real kind of internal struggle of like your D&D player character is like fighting your con your like your you know your self-conscious self that's like trying to make itself kind of balanced out whereas your other player your player character just wants to play D&D. Yeah. I I think I've reached a fairly good balance with my job uh, just because it's a really nice uh comfortable uh office job. It's 9 to 5 essentially. I get home, you know, I get weekends off. So it's guaranteed time that I can set aside for D&D. Oh, yeah. And I mean, you know, we've we've had so many crazy also like shifting experiences where Mm -hmm. I had to leave where we were living before when we went to college together. I was living in the same town as Mm -hmm. you, or at least generally close enough. Yeah. But then (laughs) due to me losing my job back then, I had to move back to my hometown, which was some three hundred and fifty something miles away. Yeah, I know. And and then like the the good thing about that though was that that did kind of start our biggest change, mm-hmm. which was moving out of where we lived in college and mm-hmm. eventually kind of was what really strengthened our bond. Yeah, we had to figure out first if we could make it long distance while I finished school because I wasn't done yet. Yep. Um, so we had to live apart for a good year, year and a half before I moved up there. Right. And, and that, again, was a job change. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've had your job changes that completely changed your career. <laughs> yeah. Uh, beyond the restaurant where we kind of lost that uh, spontaneously, um, there was also, uh, you know, I, I mentioned working at a nonprofit, and that was really rewarding work. Uh, but towards the end of, like, the year or so, they, they call me in and they give me this paper, and it says I'm being... Uh, laid off uh and they they explained that the grant wasn't being renewed for another year and that they could not keep me in with the budget yeah and that's i think kind of when we learned that you know nonprofits, as much as they are fun they're awesome i had a salary it was great very rewarding (laughs) it's just that 
temperament of hey you might not get to come back next year yeah if we don't get the grant or somebody else gets it or you know a million other things or it gets reduced there's those things as well you could still get a grant but it could be less money um so it's just really tough to to keep yourself in there unless you know for a fact that your grant is going to be renewed forever oh yeah and i mean that just kind of shows that like you know as much as you don't want it to you know Mm -hmm. your career Especially for like us who are like what I refer to as like career jumpers. And yeah. we, we just can't find the, the niche that we love. And, and so because of that, it, it's kind of crazy with like how much your job or our jobs in this in this case have really kind of affected the entire like scope of our lives. Mm-hmm. And the way I, I guess the way we kept our sanity is because really D&D helped through a lot of that. Oh, yeah. Uh, we started playing D&D like two years after we got married. And so it's seen us through quite a few job changes. Yeah. And I think that's that was really where it became that unifying factor. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, as we keep saying, it's like all this stuff kept happening. But one thing was always consistently helping us. And I think yeah. that's where as much as I was so afraid of making D&D some sort of job or trying to take the risk mm-hmm. of of, hey, can we do this can we make this something maybe that we can live our lives with maybe not all the way we're not trying to become any kind of thing no but can we actually do this to where we can have fun playing dnd and and talking about it Mm -hmm. and experiencing it and can we do something that will actually let us survive off that as well yeah let's see if we can do that right and that's i think where you know, after COVID and all that craziness. And once again, losing our jobs to COVID, mm-hmm. just like a lot of, <laughs> just like a lot of people did. Yep. We really started discussing the mechanics of like, Hey, you know, how can we find another way to make money that's outside the traditional norms? Yeah. And be our own bosses so we can have guaranteed job security, you know? Yeah. And, and, and the other problem though, is that we, we are a little late to the party, yeah. uh, you know, cause we've, you know, we noticed, you know, obviously there's a lot of other podcasts podcast and we mm-hmm. understand that and by no means are we trying to outrace or outpace yeah, any no other podcast i mean there's a great big world out mm-hmm. there but we want to try to find others like us yeah. and others that want to share and contribute their stories and i think that's where the birth of couple of nerds and honestly mm-hmm. it was your kind of creation because you're the one that came up with the name yeah that, that kind of fit the motif perfectly for us it had been an idea I'd been tossing around for a bit because I'd started a blog during COVID because we had nothing to do. Um, so I, I started recreating our uh, D&D adventures with miniatures and taking like still shots of oh, different yeah. scenes and posting them and like changing them to make the scene move forward in different shots. Yeah, it was, it was like a little bit more of like very basic start stop animation kind of thing. Yeah, except it was really just still shot pictures. <laughs> there was no amateur. motion. Yeah, oh, yeah, very <laughs> it was amateur. Very amateur. I was using like LED lights, like string lights and stuff. And it was during that time that I was also on the side starting to build a homebrew world mm-hmm. because that was the other process that we had was you know as much as we love our D and D. D&D is very protected. Yeah. Uh, D&D has a lot of stuff that's copyrighted. Mm-hmm. And as much as we wanted to have fun, we also didn't want to get sued. Yeah. Uh, so we kind of also knew in our planning for a couple of nerds is mm-hmm. that if we wanted to base it around something, it was going to have to be a homebrew world. Yeah, it had to be uh, completely new. Right. Our stories, 
our work, everything. Mm -hmm. So that way we actually can share it with everyone. And that's why we also with Couple of Nerds stress so hard on that uniqueness of us creating something that yes, D&D exists, Pathfinder exists, Star Trek, all the games. But they're just the framework for you to make your own world. Absolutely. There's so much, uh, there's so many tools out there for world building, even if it isn't something that you end up playing in, in like a big campaign with a lot of people, just creating a world is so interesting. And, and I think, right, and that interest is what's generating our passion. Mm-hmm. And, and I think the real way we can see that is like, as I was saying, you know, I, I have this job where I work six days a week. Oh, it's so tough. Uh, you know, and I've been doing it now for about five, six weeks now. Mm-hmm. But we still increase the number of episodes we do a yep. week because we love doing this podcast so much. It was much. so much fun. We were like, we need to add a second episode. <laughs> and really, if we could, we we plan on trying to add more in Absolutely. the future. So that way, hopefully, as our listeners listen, they can have more content to enjoy. And, yeah. and, and hopefully one day a vision of being able to have all of our segments air once a week mm-hmm. so that everyone can get a little piece of what we believe the couple of nerds kind of franchise is going to become. Yeah, and then you don't have to wait a week for a segment or something, you know? But I think really the big thing is that I, I think we're ready to take the risk, and mm-hmm. I think that's what it is. And we're and by no means expecting some overnight sensation. No way. This is a <laughs> five, seven-year plan. Folks, we're not going anywhere. We're going to keep talking, even if we are only talking to our table and our friends and family. It yeah, doesn't matter. It's just We're fun. going to keep talking. We're going to keep hoping everyone mm-hmm. comes and shares their stories yeah. at the Extraeus Project Discord. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In Anything we'll we'll take anything. Come talk to us. We're 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 lonely nerds, and, yeah. and we're definitely <laughs> willing to share that with others. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that's the biggest deal because, again, it in no way does it ever feel like recording these podcasts, doing our D and D, has it ever felt like a job? It hasn't, and we've increased the number of hours we've done it. We, like you said, we've we've added a whole episode to the week. We we've increased the amount of sheer hours that we put into both of those. I mean, there, there's so many times where I will be home and it's my one and only day off and mm-hmm. you're messaging me, no, just relax, take a break, don't worry about it, play, play game. some games. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to play some games, I'm going to do this. And then you get home and I'm making adverts and I'm working on podcast stuff and you're like, well, you didn't game? And I'm just like, well, I, I got so excited working on this new font package that, and, and I think that's the snap. Yeah. That was where I'm like, oh. I could do this. Mm -hmm. I could do this for the rest of my life. I feel like this is something where I could actually feel like not only am I making an impact Mm -hmm. or trying to make an impact, but I also enjoy what I'm doing. Yeah. And we're both using our our educations for for this in, in its own ways. You're using communications marketing and all sorts of awesome things to help us on that end and then the big thing too is that you know we've just started Mm -hmm. i mean we're on episode 12 it's just the beginning guys and i feel like we've (laughs) already started to connect with other individuals that we don't know on our discord we've already had some kind of interesting conversations Mm -hmm. with fellow fellow dms as well as kind of showing of art of some other people's Mm -hmm. kind of art and interpretation of some of our characters yeah it's been cool but it just shows right 12 episodes in and we already have at least some of a community that's mm-hmm. coming together and, and, and we appreciate all of that. Oh, so much. I never once thought we would have 
five listeners, let alone the averaging of 12, 15, 20 listeners. Uh, yeah, and I, I wasn't expecting that so soon. Yeah, and, and I think that's the biggest thing we want to stress is that we hear you, we see you. Every time mm-hmm. you come and send us a list and send us a review, we are filled with joy. Yeah, we appreciate it, it so much. It shows that we maybe are doing the right thing, mm-hmm. and that's why we encourage you guys, please keep sending us stuff. Keep yeah. anything. Just say hi. Uh-huh. Like one of our posts yep. because – you, and I think a lot of people out there know that, you know, are trying to do the same thing, man. This is a jungle that is hard to go through. Yeah, and engagement really is the key. And and just having any bit of help, any bit of outreach from any of you out there mm-hmm. is more means more to us and our future than it, you would ever understand. Y- yeah, we, we really aren't trying to build a, like a... A conglomerate or anything. It, we're really just trying to build a community of, you know, uh, like individuals like us, nerds. Yeah, people <laughs> that are just like us, struggling to find our place in the world. Yeah. Struggling to find what we actually want to do till we're old and gray. Mm-hmm. And what I want to do is I want to play D&D. Yeah. I want to grow old and still be throwing dice. Right. I mean, you got arthritis and, and you got to have a, 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 a dice cane to hold your arm. Throw, yeah. Right. You know, who, who cares? Because it's the one thing where we found one that we can do together. Mm-hmm. We're our own bosses. Yep. And we see that there are others that want to be a part of this. Yeah. That, that um, want to engage and it's super amazing to see that so really you know the the main focus and that's why we wanted to talk about jobs and how that feels it's mm-hmm. really just i hope everyone can really find that one career path whether it's being a teacher a uh, public attorney it doesn't matter but if yeah. you can find that man you are lucky if that's your passion it's so hard to oh. find yeah to sit there and be like this is what i want to do forever but Whew. I think we finally started to put ourselves mm-hmm. on that path. And that's so. why I think I'm so excited. Yeah. <laughs> is that we've now done this for a few months mm-hmm. and I want to do more. Yeah. I want to keep going. I, <laughs> I'm hooked and I'm hoping we can get other listeners to be hooked too. Yeah. Um, but I really, as I'm saying this, want to have you guys come to our Discord. Mm-hmm. It's really where we do all of our work. Come watch at Link stream as she does her various graphic art designs. Come watch us play and attempt to play Power World, even though we really don't know what we're doing. Yeah. But just come <laughs> join us. Come be a part of our world and show us, say, hey, I heard you on the podcast and I just wanted to say hi. Yeah, we'd love to hear from you. And if you don't have an invite or don't know where to find one, you can always comment on either the episode or on our socials and we can totally answer back with a link. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, the big thing to remember is we're very much amateurs. We're trying to <laughs> yeah. learn this. We're I, learning. I, you know, so, but that's the fun part part about it is that you know we're learning and we need your guys's help to learn more mm-hmm. so we very much encourage you guys come give us critiques let us know yeah. what we can do better what we can you know what topics you might want to hear mm-hmm. uh no you know for us nothing is out of bounds yeah not really i mean unless it's illegal of course <laughs> well yeah we're not gonna get into that detail <laughs> but Again, thank you all for listening. Thank yes. you all for coming and being a little bit a part of us mm-hmm. a, as well as on the table, but also here in our apartment from our home to everyone else's. Yes. Thank you so much, guys. Have a good night. And that concludes today's journey through the realm of Couple of Nerds. We hope you had a blast exploring the intricate world of Extraeus. Don't miss out on the visual extravaganza over at our YouTube page at Couple of Nerds Podcast. It's where the magic comes to life with exclusive video segments, art previews, and a peek behind the curtain. 
Dive deeper into our adventures by visiting dndwifestories.com, your haven for all our podcast transcripts and a treasure trove of content dedicated to the captivating universe of Extraeus. Your unwavering support is our greatest treasure. Take a moment to weave your thoughts into a review and hit that subscribe button for an enchanting journey with Couple of Nerds. Join us beyond the podcast in the Extraeus Project Discord. Connect with us, the creators, and even the travelers themselves. Witness the magic unfold in live drawing streams, game alongside us, and step into our digital tavern, The Bard's Haven. Share your stories and characters with fellow adventurers. Visit dndwifestories.com for the link to join our vibrant community. Stay tuned for more tales, more laughs, and more insight into the world of tabletop gaming. Until then, may your dice be kind, your campaigns epic, and your adventures legendary.